Hey, this is Max from the Arkells, and you're listening to Underground Sports Philadelphia. What's going on, everybody? Welcome in to episode number 311. Shout out to that electric song, Paralyzed, uh, of Underground Sports Philadelphia. KB doing a solo show for you on this one. Obviously, guys, we got a lot to talk about. show would not be possible, though, without our amazing local sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti, CPA, LLC, and of course the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, and then our homies over at Tomahawk Shades doing the damn thing. Guys, you know I wear my Blue Light Plus glasses every single show. Anytime I'm editing a podcast, when I'm binging TV shows and movies for streamer season, you name it, I'm wearing these Blue Light Plus glasses because they're making my eyes feel that much better. I feel like I can sleep better. My eyes aren't as strained, and you guys, you only get one set of eyes, so make sure you're protecting the eyes you got with the Blue Light Plus glasses from Tomahawk Shades. They've also got the sunglasses that are better than any of those big high-profile name brands for a fraction of the price. Go over to TomahawkShades.com right now to get your glasses and everything else they have from the Small Batch Collective to watches to replacement lenses, anything you need, they've got it. And use our code USP at checkout to save 25% off your order at TomahawkShades.com. That's TomahawkShades.com, promo code USP for 25% off your order. Tomahawk Shades, a quality product for an affordable price. And guys, get prepared for St. Patrick's Day with a Manscaped performance package if you're going to get a little lucky. Manscaped is the global leader for below-the-waist grooming and the official sponsor of Underground Sports Philadelphia. To ensure that you have the best tools for your family jewels, visit manscaped.com and use code USP for 20% off and free international shipping. You guys are in luck because Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Included in this new package is the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer, which is waterproof and uses a 9,000 RPM motor-powered 360-degree rotary dual blade system look guys 79 percent of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff so why not use the best tools for the job this bundle includes the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer the best trimmer on the market for your balls butt and body their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology you'll feel confident shaving your thunder down under you can also get festive and safely shave a shamrock into your pubes. You and your partner will get lucky, all right? The Lawnmower 3.0 will showcase your pot of gold like no other. Let's not forget their famous liquid formulations, the Crop Preserver Ball Deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Toner to maximize your ball hygiene routine. 
Get the performance package now to receive their two free gifts, the Manscaped Boxers and Shed Travel Bag. Plus, their performance package is the best value that Manscaped has to offer, and it's hot off the shelves. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code USP at manscaped.com. Also, guys, every purchase at manscaped.com goes towards contributions made to the Testicular Cancer Society to bring awareness to testicular cancer, men's health, and early cancer detection. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code USP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code USP. There's gold at the end of the rainbow with Manscaped. And of course, thank you to our friends at Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. They're the fastest growing craft spirit in Pennsylvania. They're headquartered in Old Kensington, Philadelphia. Unfortunately, right now they're currently closed due to COVID, but when that bad boy opens back up, best believe we'll be hanging out there because they have a full bar, restaurants, and they offer distillery tours weekly. Stateside Vodka is seven times distilled. It's certified gluten-free, and it's blended with electrolytes, making it the first vodka on the market with a mineral composition on the same spectrum of electrolytes found in that sports drink that starts with a G, and it's the first actively hydrating vodka on the market. Guys, and it's also won awards for best package in the world. So go to statesidevodka.com right now to purchase your vodka, and use our promo code USP to receive 10% off your purchase of the one liter vodka bottles at statesidevodka.com must be 21 or older to order please drink responsibly that's statesidevodka.com promo code usp for 10 percent off the one liter vodka bottles and boy am i glad i waited to record this until sunday night because early you know late sunday afternoon or early sunday afternoon i should say late morning uh the news broke in Sixers land and, and in the NBA world. Obviously, the All-Star game and everything was going down Sunday night. And uh, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons were not part of it because due to contact tracing from a barber before they left for Atlanta, this happened in Philadelphia, both of our, our precious boys, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, were uh, put into the COVID-19 protocol due to contact tracing. It is so frustrating for so many reasons. Uh, Luckily, it sounds like Ben and Joel have both continued to test negative uh, with the tests that they've been administered. Hopefully... You know, they'll be able to, uh, Doc Rivers said after the All-Star game that it seems like the quarantine period and the the protocol period should start on Saturday, meaning there's a a chance that we could see Ben and Joel play in the Sixers' first game on Thursday of the second half of the season. But this sucks for so many reasons. Obviously, we don't want Ben or Joel to contract COVID. That's first and foremost... Joel has been super at the forefront of, you know, donating to COVID relief and and being at the forefront of this thing. Both seem to have been very careful with everything they've been doing up to this point. And it's not their fault that they didn't know that the barber that they were going to had tested positive for COVID. 
Um, you know, it, it's everybody obviously was going to make the Adam Silver jokes and how they hate the process, and even Joel got lighthearted with it. And this is obviously after we find out that he's been testing negative, I'd assume. So, uh, Joel was tweeting during the All Star game about uh, how it was like a Mickey Mouse All Star game and all this kind of stuff, and it, it was pretty hilarious um, to see him just chiming in like typical Joel does, you know, on Twitter when he likes to be that Joel Troel Embiid, Troel, uh, so he posted the picture from the other night when he's kind of shrugging at the ref against the Jazz and said, looking at those fresh shape-ups and I had to be the one, uh, kind of just like, come on, man, and then uh, Mickey Mouse All-Star Game, ha, is the other tweet there and it is uh it's just unfortunate you know to not have that moment for those two to be out there for the all-star game that stupidly got played like this was obviously the thing that the NBA should have been trying to avoid and uh you don't get to have the league MVP out on the court because you played a meaningless exhibition game um it's just, you, you hope that both guys are going to be okay. That's the biggest thing. Um, and it seems that way. It seems like both guys have been testing negative. Ben Simmons posted on his Instagram story, you know, I was going to save this for after the game, but I guess we get started now with the wine company that he has partnered with. Um, it just sucks knowing that both guys from the Sixers who have played very well this season, got recognized as All-Stars, didn't get to play it, we didn't get to have their talents on display for the entire world to uh to view hey hey you yeah you listening to this podcast right now you're listening to an underground sports philadelphia podcast you should probably know that we have an entire catalog of podcasts on this network so what i want you to do right now once you finish this episode after you finish subscribing leaving a five-star review down in the Apple Podcast section, I want you to search Underground Sports Philadelphia and go check out our catalog of podcasts, especially our flagship TV and movie podcast for streaming services called Streamer Season. We have breakdowns of amazing shows coming out weekly. You should definitely check it out. That's Streamer SZN. Search it on your favorite podcast app and give us a follow on social media. You won't regret it. Check out all the awesome podcasts on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network and thank me later. Now, back to the show. But obviously before the All-Star Game, we had that miraculous, incredible, beautiful clobbering of the Utah Jazz on Wednesday night when it seemed pretty bleak when Matt and I were Recording the show, we were kind of given a little bit of uh, you know, updates early on in the game, and the Sixers just coming back, punching the Utah Jazz in the teeth in overtime, winning one thirty-one to one twenty-three, having Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert just absolutely in shambles. Like what absolute frauds these two are, and. To have that followed up with, you know, LeBron and KD picking both of them last for the All-Star game teams and 
it, it's just been a beautiful sequence of events. Joel Embiid shutting Keith Pompey down and shutting him up. Joel puts up a point per minute in this game, 40 points, playing 40 minutes, 19 rebounds. Tobias Harris just went absolutely nuclear in overtime. They kept feeding him, which was very positive as well. Uh, ben Simmons, 17 points in 42 minutes. Seth Curry, Shake Milton all contributed as well. Dwight Howard did his thing, 12 points in 12 minutes. Frickin' Korkmaz off the bench. It was a, a total team effort in this game. Um, statement win. Joel Embiid hitting the, the game-tying shot. It was, it was a performance all around that was just beautiful to watch down the, the stretch. And um, it was one of those games that, you know, if the Sixers go on and, and make a, a big run in the playoffs and potentially win the championship this year, if that happens, this is going to be a game we look back on and it's like, okay, this was a moment where the season kind of turned around and we, we got momentum built off of taking down the Utah Jazz, which is just a beautiful feeling. It's just hilarious watching Jazz fans just absolutely melt down and their players are are equally as cringy when they melt down and don't get their way. Like, jazz fans are, are some of the saddest fans on the planet and their players are a perfect depiction of what they are. Uh, they think they're so entitled to just everything because they currently have the best record in the NBA. Big deal. What do you want, a midseason trophy? Because that's all you're going to get. Absolute stooges. But it's 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 always good to beat the Jazz. Now, it, it's one of those good feelings. You, know, you beat the Celtics, you beat the Nets, you beat the Knicks, you beat the Raptors, and you beat the Jazz. And it's a good feeling. Um, great win. Like I said, it's a... It could end up being one of those season-defining wins, coming back from being down 10, 15 points multiple times in this game, and uh, they were able to get the job done. So kudos to Joel, Tobias, Ben Simmons, the bench, and uh, Doc Rivers for getting this team where they need to be and uh, hopefully you know, coming out in the second half stronger than ever. Wednesday, Matt and I will have our, our first half of the season rankings where we kind of see this team currently. Hopefully some, some trade wins start to swirl a bit for this team and you figure out some of the pieces that could be coming in, whether it's Kyle Lowry, P.J. Tucker, Nemanja Bielitsa, or whoever else potentially could be rumored to this team. There's a lot of possibilities. We'll be talking about that later this week, but... Like I said, hopefully the Sixers get healthy with, uh, you know, Joel and Ben, and they continue to test negative for for coronavirus, and uh, we we get off to a rousing start for the second half of the season, just like we all anticipated. Switching gears down to Clearwater, um, there's a lot to be excited about, and I think uh, one of the the big things about this team is there's so many young revolving pieces with the Phillies right now and a whole new look to the bullpen. There's even guys that like I've been talking about, you know, the Hector Rondones and the the Brandon Kinslers who we love Brandon Kinsler. Shout out to Mr. Kinsler, his dad, uh liking last uh episode of the podcast on Twitter. Big ups to the Kinsler family. Um but I I totally forgot until today when I was, 
getting updates about the game that Tony Watson is on this team. Uh, totally forgot the Phillies signed him to a minor league deal. He's going to be huge in this bullpen. And, and you just add that to the names of, you know, Rondone, Tony Watson, Brandon Kinsler, Hector Neris. Um, you, you got Connor Brogdon. You've got uh, Jojo Romero, Archie Bradley. This bullpen is going to be... We've said it for the past couple of weeks now, especially after the Archie Bradley signing. My goodness, guys. Like This bullpen, I, I get goosebumps thinking about it because it's actually a major league bullpen. It's not some slipshod, thrown-together pile of garbage. Like This is a legit bullpen that's going to get huge outs, that's going to make us feel confident in what follows our, our big starters um I just I we can't say it enough like we're just I'm just so excited about this bullpen um and the other big development from today is we we love to see it Dylan and I have been big fans of this guy since he's been traded to Philadelphia a couple years ago for Pat Neshek of all people JD Hammer's velocity today ladies and gentlemen Way up through the roof. It's up about three miles an hour. Where last year it was kind of sitting around 94. Today it was, you know, 97 miles per hour on the fastball. If JD Hammer starts throwing absolute gas, launching hammers at opposing batters, he struck out Giancarlo Stanton today. I can't tell you guys how much I will be a nuisance online with JD Hammer if he is anywhere close to successful finds himself in this bullpen one way or another I will be unbearable because I hitched my wagon to JD Hammer from day 1 and I just want to see the 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 guy succeed he he looks like a future MLB closer uh, the name is just too perfect to not be in a major league bullpen and if it is Caleb Cottom and this this driveline pitching staff that the Phillies have that puts it together for a guy like J.D. Hammer, look out because he's going to be in that young group with Brogdon and Jojo Romero and, and guys like that while you have these veteran arms as well. And I, I can't tell you guys how excited I was to see the, the tweets and everything rolling out about how J.D. Hammer's velocity was up and how he was pitching much harder and throwing harder than he had been in years past. I am sleeping well. I am thrilled. And get on the, the wagon before it's too late because J.D. Hammer is going to be an absolute force if this velocity tick stays consistent and is something that carries with him for the rest of his career where he's throwing in the 96 to 99 mile an hour range. My goodness, I will be literally unbearable with the amount of tweets I will get off about how JD Hammer is my guy. I have been a JD Hammer stan since day one. Myself and Dylan Mazzola have been on this train telling you guys that JD Hammer is part of the future and I could not be happier to see the development from Sunday's game saying that J.D. Hammer was throwing absolute gas and that he struck out Giancarlo Stanton. I am over the moon. And of course, with 
high expectations, excitement and everything. We get disappointment. Adam Hazley injured. Probably going to miss the start of the season. Um, I still think Scott Kingry during this layoff for Hazley while he's injured is the front runner for center field. Now, obviously, Odubel Herrera has been playing and uh, kind of opening some eyes at how well he's played. I still don't think he makes this team. I think, if anything, if Dave Dombrowski and this Phillies front office recognize anything, is let Odubel build his his stock and, and trade him because Bryce Harper came out with uh, a statement the other day talking about you know how Odubel is is kind of just not like his his favorite person. Uh, I'll read the quote here because it was pretty telling and it seemed like Bryce was pretty pissed off by uh, just Odubel's existence on the roster. This was from uh, March 5th and he said, of course, I don't agree with what he did. I don't condone it. It's something that just can't happen. You don't do that kind of thing in this world or in this life. I'm not the maker. I'm not a person that can make that decision of forgiving him or not forgiving him. I'm not God. I'm going to let Odubel do his thing and be him, and that's about it. Not the biggest ringing endorsement for your you know, guy who's trying to win back the, the locker room, the fan base, and everything from your franchise player. And I've told many people, like, Bryce Harper essentially runs this organization now. It's very similar to Joel Embiid, where, like, he he is a kind of end-all, be-all. Like, if Bryce doesn't want a guy here, he's not going to be here. And that's totally okay with me, because Bryce signed that big contract. He came here, wants to be here, has the no-trade clause. This is Bryce's arc of Philly's history. If Bryce Harper doesn't feel comfortable with a guy being here, doesn't want a guy here... That should be the immediate sentiment of the front office to be like, okay, we need to find a way to get this guy out of here. Plain and simple, I I still, no matter what, like I still don't see in the, the grand scheme of things Odubel being on this roster come opening day. Pardon my canned air if you heard that in the background. Um, I just don't see it happening. We've said it for weeks now. It just doesn't make any sense. The guy hasn't played in two years. It could be a flash in the pan series here. It's spring training. It's not regular season games. It's not actual full-blown, like, in-the-moment action for him. I just I don't see how the Phillies can feel confident in saying, yeah, we're going to roll out a guy who hasn't played in two years as our starting center fielder for the games that actually count, especially when your season starts off with 13 straight games against the New York Mets and the Atlanta Braves. It's It would just be organizational malpractice across the board from obviously a, a human standpoint, from an organizational standpoint, from an on-the-field standpoint. It, it just doesn't make any sense for this guy to be here. And I think Bryce Harper's statement there is what should be the final straw in determining things. Um, I still think it's Scott Kingery. I think Mickey Moniak, the way he's been playing has a real legit shot to be on this roster on opening day. And, um, yeah, that's that's my continued stance on the center field thing. I, I continue to get people to, you know, ask me and, and send me things that are 
in a way, like positive news about Oduble. I, I just, I, this is, if you guys listen to the podcast, this is where you get all of my thought processes and what I'm feeling about the whole situation. So, again, I think Scott Kingery and, and Mickey Moniak would be a perfect tandem in center field uh, while Hazley's out. And then when he's back and ready to go, it should be Adam Hazley's job from the way that he started spring training. And uh, I've been impressed with Mickey Moniak, too, seeing what he's been able to do. His, his, uh... Hey, I want to thank you, the listener, for checking out an Underground Sports Philadelphia podcast. If you've been rocking with us for any amount of time, you know we have a whole catalog of podcasts, a number of franchises under our umbrella, and I want you to do me a favor. Once you're done listening to this episode, once you're done subscribing, leaving a five-star rating or review on the Apple Podcast feed, like we know you always do, I want you to hop over and check out the Outside the Box podcast on the Underground Sports Philadelphia Podcast Network. It's our flagship pro lacrosse podcast. Ton of fun stuff, amazing interviews, content. We know that lacrosse, you know, we're still in a bit of a limbo period, but hey, do us a favor, check it out, subscribe, leave a five-star review, and maybe learn about the sport of the future. And with that, let's get back to the show. The balls getting hit off the bat by him are fantastic, and um, I, I just, I'm excited for what's to come. You know, it's, it's March 8th as you guys are listening to this, we are... So close to regular season baseball. I can't wait. And, um, you know, it, it's just a matter of trial and error now. You know, it's spring training. They're they're testing out a lot of different things, which is exciting, and, and getting looks at a lot of different players. And it's it's taken a while for them to put a lot of the regular starters into the lineups to get them their, you know, routine at-bats and kind of just practice runs, which I think is a good thing in a sense, because you're getting a look at so many different guys that you normally wouldn't, and it gives you an assessment of, you know, guys that you could potentially be calling up throughout the season and needing to rely on during the thick of the season, you know, in the Junes, Julys, and Augusts, when there's injuries, when potentially trades, all that kind of stuff, so I like the approach that uh, Joe Girardi and the Phillies have done with getting looks at so many different players. So, I mean, there's definitely potential to see some more of these guys. Don't know exactly, you know, who's going to make the roster. But, again, center field, like I've like we've said, Moniak's been playing well. I think he could potentially get an opening day start uh, if you want to keep Scott Kingery in kind of that utility role uh, for the time being. But there's plenty more options ahead of Oduble that fans should be excited about and should be more focused on. Um, and, you know, I'm, I can't wait for baseball to start. And then the stinking Flyers, guys. <laughs> the Flyers. Uh, I, I, I've said it uh, the past couple episodes. And, you know, dropping two out of three to the Penguins in that three-game kind of like mini playoff series almost. And then Sunday night dropping uh, three to one to the Capitals in front of your fans for the first time in almost a year. This team needs defense like we need oxygen. It is unbelievable how much this team is trying to like put so much pressure onto the goalies that play in these games, whether it's Elliott or Carter Hart, 
and just literally putting like <laughs> ragdoll defenses out there. The this team can only do so much with the goal scoring. Obviously didn't score enough against the Capitals, but they are horrendous on defense. I I need Chuck Fletcher to somebody forward the the past couple of pod like last four episodes of this podcast to Chuck Fletcher and let him know. We we probably need like two defensemen by the trade deadline. Don't know if that's gonna happen. But honestly, the way that things are going for the Flyers right now, if they don't fix something on defense, there is no shot they even sniff a first round win in the playoffs because you can only do so much on offense and scoring goals and everything, but if you can't play defense, you're you're SOL. Like it, it's a it's becoming a, a recurring issue that they don't have enough on defense. They utilize their money in the wrong way. I know everybody's bringing up Zdeno Chara, and they could have had him for you know less than a million dollars, and that's all fine and dandy. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but I mean, my goodness, the 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 lack of defensive effort that this team has, and kind of just the the standing around uh, on certain plays, kind of playing lackadaisical. It is so frustrating. The power play is frustrating outside of, you know, Joel Farabee, Kevin Hayes, and, and James Van Riemsdyk, and Coots. You can't rely on four guys to, like, be your end-all, be-all. You can't expect that those four guys are going to just put up all the points that you possibly need, and then everybody else can just kind of get off scot-free. No, that's not how it works. It's a team sport. You need guys to step up, and the defense is dropping the ball Night in and night out. It's absolutely abysmal. Uh, it, if it doesn't get fixed quick, like the Flyers could find themselves in, in a deeper hole than they are right now. I don't know what the fix is. I brought up Matthias Ekholm a, a couple podcasts ago. He's the, the dream defenseman I'd love to see paired with Ivan Provorov. Um, but, I mean, I just I don't know how much this team needs, what they're willing to give up to go and get what they need. And at this point of the season, it's like you're kind of meshing together. Obviously, there's still about a month and a half before the trade deadline, but it's getting murky on this defense, and I just don't know if the Flyers have enough to go out and repair it in order to go on a deep playoff run. And that's concerning and disappointing because of the expectations that I think a lot of us had for this team going into the year where we thought they could go in and, and use the bubble as motivation and and to build off of and, and become a much better team. I'm not blaming Carter Hart at all. Um, sure, there are some aspects of his game that could be improved, but when you're putting you know wet paper towel defense in front of them night in and night out, obviously you're going to struggle. It's almost like in football, putting a, a shoddy offensive line in front of your franchise quarterback. It, it You got a guy just trying to fight for his life out there, and you, you get no help whatsoever. So the Flyers need to figure out their defensive issues ASAP. I don't know if a coach has to get fired. I don't know what has to happen, but it's becoming way too much of a regular occurrence for this team that they just continue to look horrendous on defense, and the offense needs to wake up on the power play. They need to figure out some creativity and just inject some life back into this team 
like we saw to start the season because right now they are a shell of themselves. And sure, they've they've won games this year. They've come out on top against some tough opponents, but more often than not, it is just a lack uh, of defensive effort and they just don't have the pieces right now on the back end to protect two very good goalies and a goalie tandem that you would expect in a shortened season and a season like we're in right now to to have a lot of success. It's something that is very concerning and hopefully gets fixed sooner rather than later. Otherwise, it's going to be a, a tough stretch to finish the season and the playoffs aren't going to be as, as blissful as we all had hoped. But I think that's all I got for you guys. Bit of a shorter episode. Um, we'll be back at it on Wednesday. Uh, check out the the catalog of podcasts we got going on here at Underground Sports Philadelphia. New episode of Streamer Season dropped as you guys are listening to this. So make sure you check out our season finale breakdown of WandaVision. New Outside the Box podcast dropped on Friday right for your weekend listening where uh, a lot of... Atlas Lacrosse Club fans need to take a page out of the Sixers book and trust the process and not view it as a negative, but a big-time positive, just like we did with our Philadelphia 76ers. And um, we got some some new things on the way, some potential new people on the way uh, for some of our shows that exist already. So... That's why you guys got to follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at underground PHI. Make sure you check out, like I said, all of our catalog of podcasts, just search at underground PHI on Twitter. You'll be able to find all of our shows. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at KBIZZL311. Make sure you check out the website, undergroundsportsphiladelphia.com. We got blogs and stuff dropping on there. Our boy Christian's been dropping fire, fire movie reviews. Just did one for Nomadland, which is streaming on Hulu right now. It's also in theaters. Uh, Hopefully you guys, if you are going to the theater, are being super safe and cautious as well. Still following all the protocols. Um, But it is on Hulu, so you can watch it from the comfort of your home. The way Christian is writing these blogs is sensational. You guys should definitely check them out. It, It convinces me each and every time to go and watch the movies that he's talking about. And uh, we got all of our our typical blogs dropping on there. And then uh, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe to the podcast. Do it on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating or review. Let me know how you feel about the Sixers going into the second half of the season. Your thoughts on the Phillies bullpen. Who you think is going to be starting in center field to begin the season for the Phils. And how you would fix this Flyers defense. Let me know in the Apple Podcast Reviews. Five stars only because we have standards. We know you do too. You can also check us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, the TuneIn app, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, wherever you get your podcasts, we are there. And uh, we'll be back on Wednesday, twitch.tv slash underground sports PHI. Hit the follow button there to know when we go live. And uh, hopefully we have some more positive, fun, exciting news to talk about with our teams as we head into the second half of the NBA season and get that much closer to baseball season. Uh, show would not be possible without our awesome sponsors, Main Auto LLC, Ducharms Pro Foot, Security 21 Security Systems, Paul J. Gillespie Incorporated, Bob Novick Auto Mall, Mark Ronchetti CPA LLC, and the Dental Wellness Center of Vineland, Tomahawk Shades, Manscaped, and Stateside Urban Craft Vodka. Those three 
amazing humans and people and companies. Same promo code for all three websites to get our discount. Help us pay some bills because when you guys support our sponsors, you make this show possible. It helps us keep running and, uh, you know, lets us do what we do for you guys. Tomahawk Shades, promo code USP, gets you 25% off your order at checkout. Manscaped.com, promo code USP, get 20% off free shipping and a thank you from your balls. And Stateside Urban Craft Vodka, statesidevodka.com, promo code USP, get 10% off the one liter vodka bottles, must be 21 or older to order, and of course, please drink responsibly. This has been episode number 311 of Underground Sports Philadelphia. I'm KB. We are signing off. Peace. Peace.